Hey, greetings, everyone. This is your friend, Michael Thompson, in the Brand New Day podcast. Because you know what? Uh, as we'll talk about in a minute, God is doing a new thing. The former things are past. You can't cling on to him. You can't hold on to him. Uh, he's doing a new thing. Now, the music that you're hearing this morning is super, super uh, emotional to me. Just hearing it just makes me want to cry. And and I'll explain why. Um, I heard it as a boy, and it was accompanying a scene from a movie. And this scene has stayed with me for over four decades, and it reflects and and taps into something that is so deep. It has to do with uh, life, uh, fighting through adversity, and frankly, just being a champion. Uh, for those of you that know what I'm talking about, of course, this is um, a famous movie, Rocky, but um, let me tell you a little story. I... When I was a kid, you know, my parents would make us go to bed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And we didn't get to watch big movies or anything. You know, my parents would stay up and we'd always have to go to bed, miss Monday night football, all those things. You know, we're little. And, um, however, um, one night on TV, this movie Rocky was playing. And um, it was uh, actually Rocky Two. And in this movie, my dad wisely decided to say, hey, let's let these kids stay up and watch this movie. And so I have a sister and myself. It's just four of us in the family. And this movie was on. And the movie basically is the story of this um, fighter who's totally outmatched. Um, He just feels, you know, it's like he's like, it doesn't, I don't want to get into all the story, but basically he's in the fight of his life. And it doesn't look like there's any way he could possibly win, but he just refuses to give up and he just keeps taking hit after hit after hit. And um, his wife didn't even want to go to the fight because she's too afraid to see it and it's violent. And and um, and so it gets to the end and he falls down on the mat while hitting the other guy. So they're both on the ground. Some of you know this story and I encourage you to rewatch the scene, frankly, um, because they're both knocked down and then he gets up and uh, the other guy gets up, but they're trying to get up and they can't get up. And I still remember like um, my sister, she stood up um, out of her chair and she stood in front of the TV and she was just screaming and crying and saying, get up, get up, get up, get up. And for those of you that know the movie, um, it pans to his wife and she just closes her eyes um, at the, just the sheer drama and pain of the moment. Um, he does, he gets up, uh, you know, the other guy um, doesn't make it on, on the 10 count and he's up, you know, and that's it. And like I said, for four decades, ever since that moment, has only grown in me. And I just see it so much as a picture of the role of God's people. 
and we maybe don't feel like we have the firepower or the will and the strength um, fighting what seems like insurmountable odds. However, there's something inside of us that is uber powerful that the movie obviously touched on, but for us, it's the power of God itself. And and so here we are, um, and I just say to myself, oh God, I want to be that person, and I want to see the church be that. Uh, I don't want to just sing lovely songs. I don't want to just uh, go to church. Um, it can be extremely, um, and I say it with humility in the presence of the Lord, like, it can be so uninspiring. It can be so boring. It can feel like Christianity is such a um, such a cultural blah, and and the world is just ratcheting up, and there's darkness everywhere. And we, the people of God, um, we're in a fight, and and um, and so today we live in this world that continues to uh, spiral. It, it, it's just uh, crazy. You know, there's Afghanistan, uh, which is a global event. It's a huge event. There's still COVID. There's controversies uh, in the church, in the nation. It doesn't matter, you know, vaccines, not vaccines, mandated vaccines, masks, no masks, mandates. Everyone has a view and uh, as a quick aside, let me just friendly caution, like, take the chill pill, friend. We have a statement of faith. You know, it's it's very common, and I'll read some of it. You know, we believe the Bible is holy and fallible. We believe in God, God the Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. We talk about the Word of God, the fall, human destiny, the church. Um, and nowhere in there do we say, and, and uh, people must mask. <laughs> or if you don't vaccinate, you're bad. Or if you do vaccinate, you're foolish. You know, like, and so we need to take a pill and learn to be gracious. And and when I say a pill, I mean a chill pill, as we like to say. Um, but you know, we have to. We just have to love and respect people. You know, some people they baptize infants. Some people they don't believe in beavers bapt- believers baptism. And we, we just have to recognize people love God. They're reading the same Bible and they're making their own prayerful decisions. And to genuinely respect, um, you know, <laughs> funny kind of story. This last week, just as an example, I had one person came to me say, "I was in Target the other day, and half the people weren't even wearing masks." And then the same day, someone said, "I was in Walmart the other day, and half the people were wearing masks." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they both can't believe that the other half isn't. And and it's it's okay. But we just need to look a little bit bigger and say, what's really happening around here? Uh, Isaiah 43, my wife wrote a song about it. It says, when you pass through the valley, uh, when you pass through the fires, I'll be with you. And walk through the rivers, the waters won't sweep over you. Um, you You won't be burned. I'm the Lord, your God. I'll take care of you, basically. You're precious in my sight. It's one of my favorite sections because it says literally, because I love you. It just flat out says, I love you. And when when you read that, what you find is all these great assurances that God will be with us. So I always share this this song with people and this when people are going through tra- tragedies or really challenges. But this last week, I found myself feeling like anxious. I'm like, I'm not an anxious person. Like, like, like genuinely like, you know, wait a minute. I personally am, have great fear 
anxiety, uncertainty. I feel like there's a volatility that's everywhere around me and I'm emotionally affected. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? That's I, so I bring it to God, you know? And, and this, uh, this, this chapter, Isaiah 43 came to mind. I said, well, that's for everyone else. I'm always telling other, now I feel like God's saying, no, this is for you. And as I looked at it closely, I saw very clearly that God promises all these things, but he commands one thing, and that is to not be afraid. So I choose to not be afraid. I choose courage, even while I recognize the challenges and all of the things that are swirling around us in the world today. So be encouraged. There is one other thing in Isaiah 43 it tells us to do, and that is to forget the past, the former things. Don't dwell on the past, it says. And it says, because I am doing a new thing. Don't you see it? And friend, um, God is doing uh, a new thing. And I don't know what the future holds, but I'll tell you in a new, fresh way, as in even in the last half hour, just considering some of these thoughts, like I'm ready for the fight. I hope you are. I hope you can just say, you know what? I'm ready for the fight. Let it, whatever, whatever that means, whether that's a big fight or a small fight, but I am going to walk in victory in my lifetime and I'm going to walk hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder with God's people to love people everywhere I go and to fight not with the weapons of this world, but with true humility, with love and with deeds um, that make a difference in eternity and that just reflect the love of Christ even in the present. So. Um, I want to just close out with giving you some practical suggestions um, right now. Um, first of all, um, as we go, I encourage you to walk with God and to seek the, the, the new thing that God is doing. Look out for it and ride that wave. Someone told me this week, so awesome. They said, we, we like to control God and go, but, but the world is changing and we need to be good surfers. Surfers look for the waves. They find the wave, they ride the wave, and they get the next one. They don't fight the waves. You can even die. If you, you certainly can't control currents, but you, you just got to Find the wave that God that God is find it and ride it and be cool with that. So let's just walk with God and let's not try and hang on to the former things, but let's truly celebrate He's doing a new things. If He wants to restructure, reshape the church, if He wants to reshape our lives, uh, doesn't matter where we live in the world. The world is changing, and it's okay because God is sovereign over all, and He is working. He is moving. And let's just find and ride whatever wave that he's doing. And let's do it with victory, not with fear. Let's overcome fear with praise and with faith and trusting in God. We must trust the Lord and we can. Let's just keep our eyes on him. Now, uh, I do have another practical um, for you, and that has to do with the Afghanistan situation. Uh, Can we just maybe agree to watch and pray for Afghanistan. If you Google PrayerCast Afghanistan, there's a video up there that's a prayer that people are sharing, people are using. Um, it's awesome. I was just at Moody Bible Institute and one of the students told me, oh, we watched the prayer cast. We, you know, I'm praying for Afghanistan. I watched the video. Let's just believe that prayer matters collectively. But if you would pray 
Watch the video and share it. Share it with your church. Share it with your friends and say, hey, we can do something. Either you believe or you don't. Either we believe that God answers prayer or we don't. And it matters when when God's people pray. And let's pray and let's say a very simple prayer, which is basically, God, do a new thing. Do a new thing in Afghanistan. Do a new thing. Um, be, be awesome in what seems like a very desperate situation because God is awesome at showing up in seemingly hopeless, helpless situations. So let's, let's, let's be on the hunt this next week to pray for Afghanistan, to share that. Maybe you have a missionary friend or someone that is a missionary. You write them a note of encouragement or support them financially in some way. Um, and I even heard recently that there's some um, refugees that are coming into our area and there's a church that's reaching out to them. That's totally awesome. But let's be active um, and watch and pray and see what God does for the people of Afghanistan, as well as those that from other countries, including the U.S. We even pray now, God, that you would uh, provide safety uh, for all those and that you would do a new thing in that country and bring glory to yourself and bring light into the darkness. Um, so we ask this in Jesus' name, God. Uh, the second thing, so watch and pray. Second thing, let's withhold judgment. Let's be gracious in our heart, not just in our words, but let's be gracious in our heart to others, even other believers, and let the majors be the majors and don't come down on someone because they don't see things. They're not immoral if they think the X, you know, especially, I know for myself, I've totally prayed over a lot of things and I have views that are different from other people that are totally godly people. It's okay. It's okay. Um, God, if it's really important, God will make it clear to us. But what is clear is how we should love and extend grace to people. That we know is God's will. And then, as I've already said, the third practical. So we've got watch and share Afghanistan. Let's withhold judgment. And the last one is let's just make sure we walk with God. Let's walk. Let's just walk with God. If we can do that, stay close to him. Get up in the morning. Do, do what it takes. Seek the Lord uh, in the morning, in the, in the afternoon, in the evening, wherever he prompts. But let's just be people that are found walking in victory. Um, because we're just walking with God. Let's be the people that, regardless of what happens, as it says somewhere else in the Bible, it says we can laugh at the days to come. It just means that we're so secure in our future because we know that we died, as it says, and our life is hidden with Christ in God. It's awesome. So that's all for today, friend. Um, let's be champions. Let's be like fighters that get off the mat um, not for the short term, but for the long term. We're called to be more than conquerors. That is who we are. And as a song that I wrote years ago says, we're undefeated. Undefeated, that is who we are. That is what we are in his love. That is who we are in Christ. Take another look at Romans 8. Um, you know, where it talks about nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. We're undefeated. That is who we are. And that's what we'll always be. In Christ. Isn't that awesome? I mean, come on, let's raise our heads. Let's raise our hands. Let's give the Lord a clap. Let's give him a clap. I don't even need to hear it, but let's just stand and give the Lord a, a praise. Say, you are worth a standing ovation even right now because you are that awesome and you're the victor. You're sovereign overall. And we are going to be modern day fighters that get up, that get up, that get up keep coming. Psalm 67, may God bless you. I mean, truly, like show his face 
and let it shine on you and give you peace. And not just give you peace to kind of survive, but give you fire in your belly, something to live for that's more important than any Olympic medal, more important than any paycheck, but something that would last for eternity, something that would truly matter. And now one more thing. What shall we say in response to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? I don't care if you think this is cheesy music. We're going with it because this is true and it's time we get a new song, we get a new step, and we get busy fighting and not just cowering around and moping and nitpicking at each other about COVID. We got work to do. We got a world to reach. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is it that he condemns Christ Jesus who died? More than that, is raised to life. He's at the right hand of God right now, and he's interceding for us. So who, who will separate us from the love of Jesus Christ? Shall any trouble or hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, Taliban, COVID, cancer, disease, political party or sword? No, as it's written, we face for your sake death all day long. We're considered as sheep that will be slaughtered. But no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor anything in the future, nor any powers, any height, any depth, anything in the entire creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And may the peace and the power and the love of Christ, the grace of Christ dwell with us. May we go out and fight and win for his glory and his alone. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 and quadruple amen. That's all for this week. We'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome week praying for Afghanistan, telling others about the hope that's in you, showing grace to other believers, and walking faithfully, seeking faithfully the God of the universe. We'll talk to you soon. 